Come with us now to the green moon of Endor, where the Ewoks are celebrating because Earth kids love their Ewok family hut. We can help the chocolate Skywalker. Hurry, Ewoks. Let's take the wagon, Princess Nisa. The Ewoks save the day. It's a galaxy of fun. The Ewok family hut comes with everything you see here. A Wicked the Ewok toy, new from Kenner. Will you get on with it? Okay, okay. Welcome to Galaxy of Toys podcast, a discussion about Star Wars toys. My name's Jason. Joining me tonight from IGrewUpStarWars.com, it's the return of the OT curmudgeon, Tom Burgess. Hello, Tom. Doesn't that have a funny ring to it now after three, four decades? <laughs> Hi, everybody. Your old pal, Tom Burgess. I can't wait for the reviews to come back. Oh, that old bastard is back. <laughs> Unsubscribe. No, I'm gonna. We'll get. Girl. We'll get another review. What's the point of Tom? Remember that review? <laughs> you know what? That I was. That's a classic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hunted that guy down. By the way. No. Hi. Uh, right. Tombstone. <laughs> yeah. That's a good idea, Jake. You're such a such a card. <laughs> also joining us tonight from Bendems to the Black series, vintage to modern. He collects them all, our good friend Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Hey, good to be back here. Good to have you. Hi, Hi. Cup. Hi Cupcake. What did oh. I used to call you? No, Muffin. Muffin! Muffin, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good to hear your voice again, Muffin. Oh, yeah. Also joining us from the original This Week in Star Wars, Matt Fox. Hello, Matt. Let's talk some Ewoks, man. This is, it's all been built into this. <laughs> e- Ewok, Ewok talk. <laughs> hey, hey, Matt, did your mom buy you all of these, too? No. <laughs> no. Why, did, why did your mom stop buying you the toys at this point? That's a very good question. I'll have to ask her. Yeah. <laughs> you tell her how much they I go mean, for? I think after that, that time when you got me all the power of the force, that might have been like the last time I went to a Toys R Us. Mm. Until like 1995, when I went to get a PlayStation. Didn't you get the first run of uh, the Ewoks in 1983, though? I got the... The Chief Chirpa and... Yeah, I got the the, the live-action ones, but not the cartoons. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. Last but not least, from from Forlom to Zuckus.com... Jake Stevens, hello Jake. And, and every other yeah, every other podcast, podcast he wants to pour himself out on. <laughs> I'm ready to, um, you know, really take this, you know, decade-long vintage conversation we've had out on a really high note. You know, guys, I'm really I'm thinking we're going to bring our A game to this. What are you smoking, uh... Jake? What are you smoking there? <laughs> oh, man. Not on a high note. Yeah. yeah exactly. Prepare yourself, listeners. <laughs> All right. <laughs> to be undereducated about the Ewoks line. Yeah. Okay, so starting the show as always, uh let's go to what did you 
get in recently. Tom, I'm going to go to you. I got a new house to put all my vintage stuff into. Oh, awesome. There you go. I hear this yeah. is a really good market to be buying houses. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's better to be selling houses, that's for sure. That is true. Where are you at now? Uh, I'm just up the street. I'm uh, in uh, kind of the Hawks Prairie area, if you're familiar oh, yeah. with Olympia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm down uh, I'm down Marvin. No, Very excuse cool. me. Martin. Martin? Marvin. I don't know. Were there fewer people someplace living there so you could get away from more people or something? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, well, I've I've moved into a nice uh, nursing home and uh, <laughs> things are nice. It's quiet. There's Nurses are hotter, right? Well, you know, you can't get good. Uh, I'm I'm on the economy level, so mm. kind of tough. But uh, yeah, no, it's good. I've got uh, a huge room with all my stuff. Um, a lot of it doesn't fit in here, unfortunately, but most of it does, so it looks pretty good. So I'm happy. Uh, as far as the vintage uh, or the collection stuff, nothing really new. But you know, if you can get a new house to put your existing stuff in, it's 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 pretty good. Okay, hey, so good. Tom, uh, we got a we actually got an email uh, directed towards you on March 21st, so not too long ago. This came from. Mr. Furious, whoever that is, oh boy. it <laughs> okay. says, it says, uh, interesting show notes says, okay, it says Tom, the old curmudgeon doesn't say OT curmudgeon just says the old curmudgeon starts to collect okay. pieces for his R2 unit. Did Tom ever finish this thing? And that's for Mr. Oh. Furious. No. Good question. No, you did not finish your R2 it's unit still in pieces. And actually, I looked at the pieces because I had to move them, and uh, I'm very close if I actually chose to put them together. So okay, yeah, there you go. Yeah, good, good question, Mister Furious. Yep. Or, yeah, <laughs> that's a great question. Uh, you could have asked me that two years ago when I was on the show, but uh, <laughs> you know, whatever. I'm glad I could answer your question. Yeah. Not very timely question, it's, is it? It's well, kinda... it's been it's been bugging it's been bugging him for a while, I think. I guess so. Well, send more questions to you know. Yeah. Galaxyoftoys Galaxy at gmail dot com. Right. That's how we get Tarn back on the show. We tell him we have questions for you. <sighs> yeah. Wait, wait. We invited Tom back on the show. Who did that? Actually, I think he got a free AOL disc in the mail, and he dialed it up and remembered his Skype worked. Actually, to be honest with you, I've, I've always been on the show. I'm just on perpetual <laughs> mute. You just on mute. Okay, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. No one ever leaves the show. I don't permit that. So. That's eh. what I've heard. Um, <laughs> Ryan, what did you pick up recently? Uh, actually, my latest one is, is awesome. I got the, um, the Black Series Mandalorian helmet. Um, and that thing is so cool. It's like... I mean, it's not like it does anything, but it looks really, really good. The um, the shine that they put on it, like the paint, actually is somewhat reflective. I mean, it's not like chrome or something like that, but it shouldn't be, you know. But it's very reflective. Like, I actually can kind of see myself in it, and um, I'm just so impressed with it. it. It looks so cool. And the funny part is, is I got that through Entertainment Earth, and I ordered that way back when. It was shipped out April 21st or something like that. 
and then got lost like in two days. And I called them maybe a month ago and said, what's going on with this? And like, oh, well, it looks like that one's lost. Do you want us to just get you another one? And so I, I did that, and uh, they said that they didn't have any in stock, so they put me down for a pre-order of the next one. And then the lost one actually just showed up. So this was the one that was lost, and it's now here. So I don't know if I'll get a second one or how that's going to work yet. But uh, I got that. Uh, I got the the Vintage Collection uh, reissue wave, the, the three figures with the face printing technology. I found all those at Target and picked them up. I just got the new GameStop Black Series Rocket Trooper that came out, which isn't all that exciting, but it's the old Stormtrooper mold, which is kind of lame. But um, I also found the the value figures, the six-inch value figures, the uh, Mandalorian and the Child. I found them both at Walmart. I finally found the Child. That one took a little bit. And I'm sure there's a bunch of other stuff. Seems like there's been a lot coming in the last month, but those are the, the big ones most recently. All right. Matt, what about you? Um, I got the Rocket Trooper today. Um, it's all right. The most exciting thing about it is the packaging. Yeah. Um, you know, and that it is numbered, and you know the gaming grades will be its own little numbered yeah, thing. Number one. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So uh, whatever. But yeah, that, I agree. Otherwise, it's just a boring old stormtrooper. Yeah. Um. I don't know if we covered these in the last show or not. Ryan didn't mention them, so maybe we did. The uh, Target Black Series Clone Wars figures. Oh, yeah, those did just come out. Yes, yeah. I forgot those too. Yeah, yeah. yeah I piece, managed to piece together a set of those. Matt, did uh, you find those in store or did you order them? I found, I was I was never able to order them. I found them all in store. I got, uh, I got But I found them by asking for them. <laughs> I never saw them on the shelves. I woke up at like 4 o'clock in the morning uh, just by total accident and decided to check my phone and... They were popping in and out and got all four ordered at that time, and I've since found like two more in stores for my uh, loose collection. But yeah, those have been crazy. They were crazy, and I like them though. They're good. They look. Good. They are cool. They're very cool. I just opened the Anakin. That's a pretty nice figure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I have. I have still have not found that repack wave of vintage figures. Um, no, not not a hint of them here. I, I I see the Hans most of the time at Targets more than anything, but. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd be happy with that. But, yeah, I mean, and when I was looking for the other, I mean, I was at Target enough that I would yeah. have found yeah. a, a remnant of, of one of them if they had shown up. So they maybe they're just not out east yet or something. Uh, but since they're repacks, I'm not, you know, bending over backwards to find them. Um, other than that, I think that's uh, all the new stuff I've found in stores lately. So. All right. What about you, Jake? All right. Well, um, my my highlight since the last show, um, and you can listen to the Sandcrawler for the entire story. But I found my childhood mask collection, which I thought was lost for twenty years. And again, that's that story's over there. Yeah. No. That, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I also found my He-Man collection, which was super awesome. So uh, those are like it's like I have new toys. I haven't been like out doing as many toy runs because I feel like I'm I've got so many new toys because I found these two collections which I swore I would have sworn to you they were gone. So um those were really exciting because I'm uh I'm almost complete on mask and so that was pretty cool. But for Star Wars stuff, um I picked up uh Has No Talent who is an Instagram customizer. He um you know he actually makes you know uh 
maker instead of customizer, right? He makes multiples. Um, I have picked up one of his Mandalorian um, season two Boba Fett's that that's in done in a Kenner style and even has a spring loaded launching missile uh, on the back. So that was really cool. That showed up last week as well as um, I got some and Gus would be jealous. Um, I got some season two crew gear for the Mandalorian as well arrived this week. I got a hoodie and a hat, which I haven't taken off. I've slept and showered in pretty much. Um, I picked up some uh, tri-logo or international cards for Shao's Empire. And uh, the, the Shao's Empire cards, uh, for example, like in Canada, came on orange cards instead of purple. And on the back, um, the cross-sell, the pictures <coughs> of the, the figures, well, weren't on that classic red background that they have on Power of the Force, but a blue. They look really sharp. They're actually really cool looking. Um, I picked up the Rainbow Collection Disney Builder Droid. So my Builder Droid database is 100% complete again. And that's uh, the one that's exclusive to the Disney parks. Um, I am getting ready for the Washington State Summer Con, who's going to have a bunch of... Um, Star Wars uh, talent there, like Katie Sackoff and uh, Emily Swallow, who's the uh, the armorer, and Daniel Logan and uh, Sam Witterer, who is, uh, of course, Darth Maul and Palpatine now and everything. But that same show, Star Wars, Was uh, the Washington State uh, Summer Con, had a toy show last month. And at the toy show, there was Greg Sipes. And Greg Sipes was the voice of one of Ahsoka's Padawans. He's mostly known for being Beast Boy and uh, Michelangelo and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But he um, actually did play a Star Wars character, and he got to sign – I got a signed autograph on Zat, which is the um, – what is Kit Fisto's uh, species, uh, that species of Padawan. So Tom would know. That's autograph. why we brought him back. Who? Tom would know. That's why we brought him back. Yes. He, he's – Tom, what, what species Kit is Kit Fisto? He, <laughs> I don't know. He's like tentacle dude, right? Yeah, from uh, Attack of oh, the yeah. Clones. I think he's yeah. an Atolian, right? Natalonian or a whatever. Natalonian. Yeah. That, you guys Port don't even know. <laughs> is it the same Kit Fisto? This is, has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but is it the same Kit Fisto in Revenge of the Sith as, no. as Attack of the Clones? No. What? Is it the same character, would, what? or what did they? What yeah, happened? It's the same, same character. character, but different puppeteer, or different mask, and different actor. Okay. Why do they got to do that? Different between the two. Is it well, really why hot? did they have that fake Mace Windu in that? Yeah. One shot right. of episode one. All right. Okay, Jake. Sorry. Sorry about that. Back to whatever you're saying. No. Well, there was that... a fake Mace Windu in episode one. Yeah. Oh, do not tell me you didn't Windu? know that. Do not Wait, tell me that? you didn't know that. When does this happen? Oh, no. Go right. to the uh, parade scene at the very end of the Matt? movie. Yeah. You didn't know that there's a fake Mace Windu at the end of The Phantom Menace? I didn't even notice Mace Windu. All right. I'm sorry. Let's move on. So I'm going to go Listen, you there. guys, did you guys trick me to be on this podcast to be talking about episode one? <laughs> about what's going yeah, on? Yeah, hey, I'm it's the... Uh... It's the 22nd right, anniversary. I'm this off. I'm, yep. You uh, knew there was Ewoks is... in episode one, right? We should call the yeah. We should call this uh, fake Mace Window episode. 
All right. All right. Sorry, Jake. Okay, let's move on. Where were we? Jake, did you finish up talking about what you picked up recently? Yeah, well, I can go on forever, but okay. I think you're done. I think we're good. All right. <laughs> I um I don't get it. I can't think of anything. So So that's that. Wow. All right. The main, really? The, Can I ask you guys in, a question what, real quick? Are you in Joe world? Where, where are you right now? Yeah, G, that's a fun world right now. Yeah? It's an expensive Plus, world, though, huh? Vintage Joe? Vintage Joe is expensive, yeah. But I don't... Are you like vintage Joe's now? He's or always... You, you started picking them up again? Yeah, I got the uh, USS Midlife Crisis right in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> when did you pick that up? A January, December-ish January. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's big enough to drive down the street and take your kids to school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, both my kids could fit on it easily. Yeah. You slide it under their beds at night no. just like it showed you in the trailer, no. in the commercial. Yeah, I tried to convince my parents of that when I was a kid. They didn't go for it. I did too, and I, I had a I had a neighborhood friend who had one, and I would go over just to like drool with drool on it, and he just had that thing like spoiled little shit. He just had it like mangled and thrown in a corner and didn't give a crap about mm. it. Really, Jake, you're calling some kid some other kid a spoiled brat where you have pretty much everything? Come on, man. This is I know. So Come you on. Just have to be yeah. really spoiled. If you have more than me as a kid, who I will blatantly say, yes, I was spoiled. Pot pot meat kettle. <laughs> I had like a, a green army men version of the of a aircraft carrier that was like maybe a foot and a half or two feet long, and it was like that really cheap molded plastic. That was the closest. You know what? You know what, Ryan? That's okay. That was good stuff. Oh yeah, it was. It worked. It was fine. It was cool. I wonder what happened to that aircraft carrier. Couldn't have been that good if you don't remember what happened to it. Oh, you know, I saved so much of my childhood. You know, I don't know whatever happened to that. Yeah, well, we were talking before the show that I had found. Uh, my parents recently sold their home, and so we went through a lot of boxes that we hadn't seen, and that's how I found my collection and blah, blah. But I found a lot of photos of me. My mom loved to take photos as a, of us as a kids and what we were doing, and we they would just be, like, candid. We wouldn't even know she was taking pictures of us. Clearly. kind of like, yeah, right? Um, but anyway, I have so many photos of me playing with toys and action figures and stuff. I am now kind of, like, trying to figure out how many toys I'm missing from my youth because my mom took so many photos. I'm like, shoot, where's my Shogun warrior? Where's my more spoiled than he knew. Right. I know I was, I honestly, it sounds really bad, but I'm like, where are my power Lords? Where am I? Like all these things I see in the photos. I'm like, Oh, I had the a team chopper. Where is that? And so, you know, I never sold toys, so I don't, I don't understand where they could have went, but is what it is. Right. Your neighbor probably all stole them. They went to that kid down the street that was even more spoiled than you. <laughs> I had one of those Shogun Warriors, one of those 12, like, what are they, 12 or 14 yeah, yeah, inch yeah. tall? No, two foot tall. Were right? they two I foot? Mean, yeah, it was huge. And it launched. They were big. Launched, had the a launcher. Shot. I have some of the missiles still, but I don't have the actual toy. I'm like, where did, how, how did I lose that? I don't know. I wonder if my brother has it. I don't know. I just want my Stretch Armstrong back and my Elastic Hulk and Elastic Spider-Man. 
<laughs> ah. Anyways, what are we talking about tonight? Hey, we're wrapping up oh, the original vintage line with the Ewok action figure line from Kenner. Came out in 1985 to support the uh, cartoon series of the same name, the Ewoks. Kind of like you can now watch it Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus, and I haven't watched any of it yet, but it's there. Have you guys been checking it out? I watched one episode with Logan. Was it good? He lost interest after through. He did. I watched a couple episodes about an hour ago, so, <laughs> so you're... Uh, that way I could at least say I've seen it. Tom, did you ever watch the Ewok cartoon series when you were a kid or adult? Or... Uh, yeah, yeah, I watched a few you did? Uh, <clears throat> when they came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. like them? Didn't hold my attention mm-hmm. too long, but they were okay. Mm-hmm. I like droids, too, but... They were shown together, right? It was like the yeah. droids Ewok hour. Yeah, right? but I think yeah. Ewok went on for an additional season where droids did not. It did. Yeah. Which and seems it... weird. I think the dro- I'm surprised. I, the droid seems better to me than the Ewok show, but. Well, Ewoks, Ewoks were more popular in Europe. Mm. So they yeah. made it. That's what. That market drove the second season, I think. Yeah. Well, they I even had Ewoks ice capades more... and, you know, spin off movies time, and. Yeah. When I look at the Ewok line, I just say this is Kenner absolutely surrendering to Hasbro and Mattel. Between G.I. Joe, Transformers, and Masters of the Universe, this Star Wars line is done. This is like... Oh, this is grasping at straws, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, because, you know, Kenner rejected Hasbro uh, pff, Kenner's pitch for you know the epic continues mm-hmm. they're like okay let's let, let's go ahead and make star wars figures still and ilm or uh sorry lucasfilm and george said no we're gonna let it rest for a while but which may have been a have good decision because look how strong it came back in 10 years true yeah. true but but um but kenner from a toy company perspective though they they saw all these millions and millions in dollars just float away when george goes yeah we're mm-hmm. good we're like well can we please make your cartoons right i mean yeah i'm surprised i'm surprised they made the limited amount of figures that they did based on you know the fact that star wars was their cash cow and put them on the map yeah. right that they were able to just like mm, let's just make six figures and call it a good mm-hmm. right i'm sure they wish they continued to make some just for fun because of the uh the market or the deal that they had with lucasfilm where if they kept producing figures every year they they only paid so much which was far cheaper than they had to when they brought it back but right but also remember this is the era of you know two dollars two figures for a dollar at kb yes right? yeah oh, yes. so they weren't like flying off the shelves no no they weren't no, and I mean, my honestly, my greatest memory, other than remembering that Adventure Hour was on, um, not being super interested in it, because, I mean, we're talking, we're, it's 1985 now. I'm deep into G.I. Joe and He-Man and Transformers and those other properties that dominated the rest of the 80s. But my biggest memory of Ewoks figures is filling that darn KB red bin that they used to push out into the middle of the, you know, the aisle in the mall, right? KB's always had those bins of just figures because they bought them surplus from whatever. And that that is where I remember the bulk of my Ewok memories 
is from those bulk bins at KB's, which, you know, we would all be millionaires now if we just bought those bins for 99 cents or whatever they were hucking them for, right? Mm. Heck, we could have bought them cheap in the 90s still. That's, nobody wanted that stuff. Oh, I did. Yeah. I did. That's how I got mine. I bought mine right from Lynn, and I took some of mine right off the card. Those are how I have my complete ones, you know? I took them off the card in the 90s. Cause what, to be honest, like I don't remember... I don't remember seeing these when they came out. Did you see the I, I Tom? Did you see the droids? I wasn't. No, no. I wasn't looking either. No. But uh, I sure wouldn't have seen well, these. You were necking girls at this time, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I was. Yeah. But Tom, you well, kind of dropped out of figures of for after Return of the Jedi. No, that's true. I'd, I'd say '84 was when I pretty much met my yeah met my end. So these were would have been completely off my radar. Yeah. yeah, I know in 85, I was into G.I. Joe and getting into Transformers. I don't remember ever seeing droids or Ewoks figures at all in the store. I never, I remember seeing Power of the Force figures on sale, but yeah. I don't ever see an Ewoks or droids. It's yep. weird. Yep. Yeah, I have no recollection of seeing these. <laughs> I just thought of something. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this in the show, but around 1986 or 87, there was this kid named Bobby who rode the school bus with me. He would go... Um, seat to seat on the bus and ask kids if they had any Star Wars figures to sell. And he was doing this in 86. Because I remember at the time yeah. thinking, oh my God, what's Star Wars? You know, I always wonder what happened to him and what happened to all those figures that he was like, you know, trying to get from kids back then. Anyways. That's funny. Have you ever tried to look him up on Facebook or something? <laughs> I have. I just haven't found him. Because I... I do that with some of my the kids that I used to know yeah. from hey, yeah, yeah. you know way back and some some are like oh man I'd love to catch up with that guy and then sometimes it's like oh, yeah that's not the kid that I remember right right yeah so, um you should that'd be kind of interesting mm-hmm. where's Bobby where Wait, is he finding Bobby Fisher right <laughs> isn't that a film or something uh, anyways he was he yeah he was working this in '86 so um okay. So they broke up. I, I I didn't even know this until we started talking before the show. the The released figures were split up into two waves of released figures. The first wave being Duloc Shaman, Duloc Scout, Lady Gorniche, and King Gorniche. So this is the first wave of figures. Um, all the villains of the show, no hero Ewoks. For the first wave, what a strange way to start a line. Um, Super shocked this line didn't. Take yeah, off, right? Tom. I'm wondering if they, if Kenner was expecting kids to like use their Ewoks from the Jedi and Power of the Force line in this, or maybe to, to use with. their GI Joe. Maybe they thought kids would like use them to get to for the GI Joes to hunt down. Oh, maybe they're part of Cobra Law then, yeah. you know, or something. Uh, Tom, what do you think about the these these Villain figures, these um, Dulocs, do they have any appeal to you? Well, as far as the cartoon goes, I think they're pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. I think they're really well done, but I mean, to to release these without any Ewoks, like at least throw a Wicket in there or something. Yeah. But uh, from what I see, uh, I think these look pretty good. I mean, I've seen them, you know, within collections around you know, around here mm-hmm. and, and, and they look fine. So I, remembering the show, I, I think they're, they're pretty good. They're pretty nice figures. 
Ryan, what do you think about? They kind of remind me of those. Uh, uh, sorry, they kind of remind me of the animated Clone Wars figures. You know, the ones yeah. that first came out. Yeah, yeah, the Gandhi Tartakovsky ones. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Yeah. Ryan, what do you think of this first wave of Dulocs? Uh, number one, I never liked Dulocs. I was actually excited for the Ewoks cartoon when it first hit. Um, I loved Ewoks, uh, and. I was looking forward to it. I remember I still have a dynamite magazine that had the droids and Ewoks on the cover. I'd gotten through nice. like, um, what was it? Uh, our book order stuff that we did at school. But, um, when the show premiered, I was so disappointed that it was these stupid Dulocs. I wanted to see the more Ewoks fight the empire and stuff like that. And they, instead we have these weird green, as you, I think you said, like, uh, the Grinch who stole Christmas type of thing. I just, they were so weird. Um, and I guess I never saw the toys as a kid, so that that was never a thing. But I have I I, I have all these figures. Uh, I picked them up. I think the last one I got was Lady Grenisha, um, maybe five six years ago now. But um, I mean, they represent the characters on screen very well. Like Tom said, they look a lot like them. Um, but it's such an odd thing to not release any Ewoks in this wave, and there's so many Dulocs. I mean, there, there's. If you've watched any of the Ewoks episodes, there's so many other characters to choose from, which they had planned for later waves that never happened, but uh, that weren't Ewoks, that weren't Dulocs, that would have been more interesting than four Dulocs. I, I I understand wanting to get these out there for the Ewoks to fight or whatever, but it's, it's a bit overkill. Yeah. Be like if you released a Wars wave and you got like a, a Stormtrooper, a Biker Scout, a Snowtrooper, and a, a, a Death Star Gunner or something, and it's like, I mean, they're not bad figures, but uh, mm-hmm. what are they going to do? <laughs> yeah, you have to wonder what the team meeting was like when they discussed the first wave of Ewoks. I, I just wonder. And there's no Ewoks. Like they felt like they had like what eight Ewoks out through the power of the Force line, and most kids are going to use that maybe. And yeah, I, I'm guessing. Yeah, no. I suppose yeah. there were already there were already Ewoks out, and there at the same yeah. time there are power of the Force Ewoks out. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Who knows? Maybe. Uh, Matt, what do you think about the 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 Dulocs for Wave One? Well, the the assumption that I was making was that, you know, it was sort of like, well, once you sculpted one, it was easy to sculpt a couple more. I mean, you know, I don't know. Just from a design point of view, it was easy to pump out four at once. Um, I don't care for the design. I mean, the character design, it's not, the figures themselves are pretty faithful to the characters on the TV. It's just, you know, sort of a weird, not Star Wars character line. I mean, it's more of a Dr. Seuss thing. I said before, it was like the Grinch stole Christmas. It's a like cat in a hat. I don't know. Um, so one thing that I will say about all of the Ewoks, and I think I probably said it during droids. If not, I should have. The best thing about these figures are the cards and the card art. I mean, they're really cool to look at. I know that, you know, they got away from the traditional Star Wars vintage racetrack sort of situation. Um, but I like the cards and I like the probably more than the figures. But as far as the Dulocs go, I couldn't, you know, I, I never saw them in the store. And if I had, maybe I did. And I just forgot about them because they're not memorable. Yeah, and speaking of the cards, we should mention that all of these figures came with gold collector coins. Yes. So. They continued the coin 
obsession that they started with power of the force mm-hmm. and droids and everything else right mm-hmm. so so there's that uh it's funny they went with gold though because yeah. power of the force was silver and droids was bronze and i would probably rearrange those based on first second and third <laughs> so jake what do you think of this wave Dulux. I mean, I think Tom's right. I mean, I think they're <laughs> spot on for accuracy um, in regards to um, looking like they do in the show. Um, but again, these aren't lovable characters. These aren't like, you know, they, I mean, at least from what I recall, I have not revisited droids since it's been on Disney Plus. So um, it's been a handful of years since I've looked at them. Uh, in animated form, but I have lots of my kids, uh, actually more Finnegan than Evelyn, uh, read, I have a handful of vintage Ewok, you know, storybooks that they had for kids that came out, you know, mm-hmm. um, about Weechi and everyone else. And, and the, um, you know, they're, they're, they're not lovable characters. And so to release a wave of, like you said, all villains is, <laughs> it is, um, it doesn't seem like the smartest of marketing if you're trying to get people into this, I mean, they, they had to have been uh, the, the room encounter must have had some motivation saying like, yeah, it's just like blah, blah, blah. They'll love this line of, you know, furry green alien villains, you know, and I don't know what they would be referring to in 85 that looked like this outside of the Grinch. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it's, it's a weird wave. But if you're looking at the figures, um, they're, 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 they're spot on. They're exactly what they should be. And uh, I'm happy I have them all because um, I don't know if we've talked so much about their prices these days. Um, you know, Ewok figures like droids figures are stupid. So um, it's good for those of us who obtain them either in the 80s or early 90s because – I wouldn't, you know, be able to touch these with my limited Star Wars budget these days. Right. Um, I just saw on Instagram, Jake, you posted a something about the show prep for this, and um, one of your followers who ta- who ta- who I guess I got tagged in on this. His name is Cole. Asks, are you going to talk about the Lost commercial for these? And this is in reference to the Ewoks. I wasn't aware of a Lost commercial. Um, so if, yeah. if there was one, we cool. would, if I knew of one, we would talk about it, but I don't, I guess I haven't studied up on this line to know enough about a lost commercial. All right. Well, keep talking. I'll do my research. Okay. All right. Next, uh, wave two, they finally did introduce a couple of Ewoks and we finally get them. Um, we get Wicket W. Warwick and Low Gray, pretty well-known Ewoks pretty well-known Ewoks from Return of the Jedi who are also in the cartoon series. Um, Tom, what do you think about the, the Ewoks? Better. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Wicket's pretty cute. He actually looks like, uh, boy, he looks like a little uh, pencil top eraser or something like that. But as far as the uh, depiction of him, I think he's great. And if, you know what, if I found one of these somewhere, I would definitely pick this up. This little Wicket character. But uh, going to uh, going back to the uh, <clears throat> low gray. Low gray is, I know he was kind of uh, you know he's an old wise 
shaman type fella, but this one just doesn't really do much for me. Yeah, he doesn't really match the movie either. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. I don't think this. I don't um, think he looks got... like. I mean, he may look like the cartoon version. The figure does, but low grade. No, it, it strays way too far from. The yeah, movie, low grade does not look like this yeah. in the movie. Yeah, he, he looks yeah. like the cartoon character. It's it, that's the way the cartoon character looks. Oh, this well, is... yeah, right. So yeah. that's what they were going. Yeah. For, so if they. If... So my pro. I guess Good my on them for for getting it screen accurate. I guess. I guess they <laughs> just didn't want the cartoon designers probably didn't want. Is the headpiece too gruesome or something for kids? I don't. Oh, from the movie yeah. version? Oh, you, uh, they did kind of tone that down, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Um, no, that would be my. That's a pretty safe guess. And he here. definitely wasn't. You know, in the movie version, he did definitely didn't have a blue. Uh, no. A, a blue. Is that? Did he steal that no. from Hammerhead? <laughs> <laughs> That's that's Hammerhead's old baby. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> All right. Looks good on him. Ryan, what do you think about the two Ewoks from Wave Two? Uh, much better than the Dulocs as far as character choice here. I've had Low Gray since what, the mid '90s. I picked up Wicket probably around 2010. Even in 2010, Wicket was fairly cheap. It was probably like maybe 20 bucks when I picked him up. Um, but these are, these are pretty cool figures. Uh, the Wicked especially, it looks really good. They're both very faithful to the show. Um, you know, more of this would have been better. You know, I like, I liked Ewoks anyway. It's like, why would you put out a line of Ewoks and not initially put out Ewoks? And I've always found it weird that of the six figures we got, there's only two Ewoks in a line called Ewoks. It's, it's just odd. Yeah. Uh, I would have liked more of this. Uh, yeah. Especially since we know what would have come next. We've seen those. And they looked awesome. I would have loved those, but uh, um, yeah, I, I love these. I think they're 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 nice figures. Matt, what do you think about the two Ewoks? Yeah, I agree with Ryan. They're um, whereas the Dulocs are boring and uninspired, the Ewoks are, you know, they're great representatives of what they had in the cartoon, and they're just interesting figures. You know, I'm sure there was some, you know, discussion inside Kenner to like, well, why don't we just re-release the old Wicked and Low Gray and all those? Well, we've already got figures. Why do we have to sculpt new ones? Um, so, you know, sort of like they did with Boba Fett and the A-Wing pilot for uh, droids. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So they didn't. And I'll give them, you know, kudos on that. And, the, you know, they do look cool. I mean, and, you know, they're, they're well-designed and it is strange that there were only two and yeah, there would have been more if it had, you know, continued on. Um, and clearly they just didn't sell. So there was, uh, you know, they didn't carry on, but yeah, it sort of saves, it gives the line what interest it does have for these two figures. Yeah. Jake. Yeah, no, these figures are, I mean, I think wicked is a standout. He, he, He's cute and well done for what he is. Um, uh, Yeah, the other one doesn't look anything like what you remember or or what you would know of uh, that character looking like (laughs) if you had the, uh, of course, the vintage figures, right? So um, if you were a fan of Return of the Jedi, then this thing is a really 
you know, uh, unusual version of low grade to you, but it is screen accurate to the cartoon. Um, and I don't, I don't know. I was just trying to actually look up um, the figurines that have been released um, at this time, right? In 1985, there was some that were released via Disney, and then there were some, correct me if I'm wrong, is it Brazil that had a bunch? Spain. Spain. Was it Spain? Wasn't this later, Spain? though? Wasn't that like 1990 or 80? Was it? Well, I don't know for sure, but uh, I thought that those 80. came out later, but maybe not. I, I thought they were later too, but I don't know. Eighty-six, it looks like uh, what I'm seeing here. All right, so not too much later then. So yeah, so eighty-six, they had you know a fair amount of, you know, more characters from this film, and that line was uh, more Ewok-centered than Dolok. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, from a quick Google search, I think there's one Dolok in the line, and then there is. Uh, you know, Wicket and uh, Weechi and uh, oh, the other female was her name, Katara. Katara. Katara, is that right? Latara. Latara, right? Um, so there's like five Ewoks to one Dolok, which sounds like a much better proportion um, for these figures, you know. And then, of course, this line also had. Um, the prints, uh, the alien prints from droids R2 and 3PO. So, um, but I mean, it's sad to say that these PVC figure lines from Spain have a better representation of characters from this TV show than Kenner did, who, you know, up until this point had its pulse on Star Wars for, you know, many years. So, Goodness gracious, I see these here being sold on eBay for like 95 a pop for these unarticulated figurines. Yeah. So, yeah, there are rabbit holes to jump down. But, you know, I, I I love the Ewoks, but I would prefer like if they made these figures that they did like in Spain um, or at Disney, I think, had a couple of these re-released as well later on down the road. I think that's probably what you guys are thinking about in the 90s, right? I when think they, they just did Wicket with Disney and then R2 and 3PO. And then yeah. they did a whole bunch of like Stormtrooper and Chewbacca and Vader Correct. and stuff like that. But yeah. Okay. I have to admit, I'm looking at that Wicket, I'm going to gonna... try to see if I can find one of those. Those are really oh, kind of cute. Boy. Yeah, they're not cheap. Oh, really? So, no. So really? Tom's okay, going to go I... Star Wars, Empire, <laughs> and then Ewoks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Wicket's like Wicked is not is one of the more expensive ones, I'm pretty sure. From this, yeah, really? I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, let me go to eBay real He's... quick. I'll go to mute here and check it out. And by the way, I've been searching for lost Ewok commercials to yeah. no no end. I haven't found any. I mean, I found one for the uh, the play school mm-hmm. uh, stuff that we'll talk right. about in a bit. You know, but... now there was a lost. Well, yeah, a somewhat lost power of the force commercial the one with the coins um but that that was like rumored to exist people kind of remembered it but nobody had any proof of it it wasn't on youtube and then i a few years ago i'm thinking maybe even five years ago now time's going by so fast someone actually did find a copy of that and uploaded it on youtube and that has the power of the force coins like flying around and the kids are oh I've seen yeah. that. Yeah. So that could yeah, be. That like, comes in from their like window mm-hmm. from the home. Right? Yeah. yeah. So maybe that could. I mean, maybe that's what 
uh, Cole is talking about. I'm not sure he'd have to elaborate more, but um, there is that commercial, and that's pretty cool. My favorite Kenner productions, though, are the like internal hype videos that they had. You know, the sales videos. Like, yeah, yeah, the sales videos are amazing. Those are the best things. If you guys want to go down a fun rabbit hole, look up those all those Kenner uh, in-house production hype videos. They're amazing. Yeah, I think they had quite that. That must have been an interesting, uh, interesting time in the uh, when the sales and you know of action figures during that time because around that time like if you're talking about 8485 that's when uh hasbro put out the um uss flag and i'm sure i mentioned this before but uh kirk bazigian who was you know the top dog at uh gi joe um for hasbro at the time said they put the uss flag out just not because they thought they were going to sell a ton of them but they wanted everyone to know who was king of the toy aisle so right <laughs> although mattel did put out that he-man eh. where they were trying to say that he-man advert where they had a picture oh of that's great him. he had he had star wars and <laughs> yeah, G. Joe and that trying to say that is a great that is a great ad oh what is that what does it say yeah. like uh oh, um, it's so awesome Google's getting burned out of my house tonight. <laughs> Let's see. It's like from 1982 or something, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. It it's even got a. It I think it's even got a mash figure in there shit. somewhere. <laughs> Suck it, man! Did you get one bone in there too while they were at it, or? Uh, mash like the TV. Yeah, there's an line? action figure line for mash. Like suicide is no, oh, there is. Oh god! Yes, oh, there is. Oh, oh Matt. Come Seriously, on, you didn't know, know that? that? There's even a clinger. There's even a clinger. Yeah, how do you not I've have got, a yeah, got... cross-dressing <laughs> Cross-dressing clinger, even, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mash That's was true. a little preachy for our our house. It's uh, Yeah, check them out. They're actually kind of... The, the likenesses are really good. I'm looking surprisingly. at them now. Weren't they, weren't yeah, they most though, them. but they're like G.I. Joe-type articulation? Yes. Ah. Yes, the playset yeah. looks amazing. The mash playset, it's amazing. Oh yeah, well no, Mark Palomo was Wasn't tracking down all of those. Playset? Yeah, they had they had there's a lot of pieces to them too. I only had the figures, um, but the the advertisements for there's like for two me- different kinds of mash figures. Right. There's like Mego figures and then three and three quarter inch. Wow. Three and three quarter. That was yeah. made by wasn't even made by a toy company. It was actually made by CBS. Like, oh, really? they actually produce these themselves. There's some Mego mash figures. What are you talking about? No, there's mash figures that look like Mego figures. Yeah. I don't believe Larger. I don't believe you, Matt. Yeah, larger but soft. Send me, send me the link. I don't yes, believe you. I will. All right. The Mattel <laughs> Masters a, of the uh, Universe uh, ad says the power that separates the men from the toys. Yeah. <laughs> and behind it, it has a Hoth Luke. It has Scarlet. It looks like it has Short Fuse. It has Klinger, it has a Hoth Rebel uh, Commander, it has R2-D2 behind them. <laughs> that, is, awesome. that is one of my favorite ads. I need to get a copy. I need to actually get a print of that. Yeah, well, we got to find out what comic book that's on. Wasn't that ad in, uh, didn't they show that in the Toys That Made Us um, documentary? Wasn't that ad Possibly. 1982. Just go through your old Marvel comics in 1982. I guarantee you'll find it. <laughs> 
<laughs> they even it's so funny Anybody, they even, I found it I found it I'm sorry Jay. It's so funny that they put Klinger in there. They should who else could they have <laughs> Love like, Boat. They could have done Love Boat. Love Boat, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's what are we talking about? Ewoks. Okay. I found hey, I found a uh, uh an AFA graded loose uh um, oh God! Yeah, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> anybody, anybody want to guess how much it costs? Three, three, oh, three ninety-five. Three ninety-five. Five hundred. No, higher. No. No. Jesus, Louise. Seven ninety. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, this is not the time. What's the grade on it? AFA This is not the time to get in on the Ewok figures. No. <laughs> no. Again, man. Not, I mean, not you know. I like I like figures, but yeah, that's an easy pass for me. Okay, well there, there's there's the start and the end of. My you got a Ewok second mortgage on? Right, right you got a Tom, Tom? Tom, you got a second mortgage on your new house yet? Right. Yeah. Right. Tom, do you remember when you, Crisby, and I went to um, uh, Billy Galaxies yeah. Uh, yeah. when we went to Rose uh, City Comic Con a few years ago? Mm-hmm. And there was a Sice From carded hanging like on the rafter. Like we had to, like it wasn't even like accessible, right? It was it was put on a hook ten feet over your head, and it was covered in dust. A star case. And I remember, I think one of us like held our phones up and we took a picture of it. We zoomed in and we saw that it had a price tag for $500. And, you know, we all have a good laugh. Like, ha, yeah, right. Like anyone's ever going to pay 500 for Sice from from the droids line. Dude, that figure now, loose. That, that is loose now, the worth of a Sice from. That's, it is. that's just ridiculous. Yeah, you'd be lucky oh, to get yeah. a loose one for 500 You'd be lucky. Right? Yeah. And that's that's the only figure I'm missing from that damn line. And I'm so sad now that I laughed at this $500 toy, and now I'm like, oh, I wish it was 500 again. Jake, you got two kidneys. You only need one, man. Right. How much spinal fluid do I really need, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, come on. Is. All you need is a tub of ice and a, a <laughs> steak knife. And a hobo down the street who's willing to risk it all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give him a bottle of Ripple and we'll call it good. <laughs> all right. So let's move on to wave three, which is the unreleased wave. Um. I'm not, probably not going to pronounce this first one right. Chitour? Chitour? I don't know. I, I haven't watched a cartoon, so it's probably wrong. Uh, Bondo, Chief Chirpa, Morag, Paplu, and Weechi. Um, these figures never made it to market, although there are samples that did get out, and... All of us being lucky enough, I'm pretty sure all of us in here have been lucky enough to see these in person at Gus Lopez's um, Boba Cabana, right? We've all seen them. And do uh, do we have another uh, collecting pair in Seattle that has these as well? Vic and Lisa? Oh, good maybe. Point. Yeah, I believe. I so. think Vic and Lisa have really. These okay, as well. so maybe we've seen them a couple of times. So a couple of. Times. So these are no big deal to us. 
No, really? no, this Whatever. is amazing, and it's um, <laughs> they're insane. And there's yeah. good pictures of them online, so you don't have to. I mean, they're out there. Photos. Oh yeah, and Gus put these in his prototypes mm-hmm. book, yeah. and you know you can. Yeah, if you don't have those. If you don't have his book, uh, go get it. Him and Duncan's um, is that he did that one with Duncan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I just didn't want to misspeak. Um, but yeah, that is a fantastic guide for all things um, Kenner vintage that's unproduced. Um, absolutely. So yeah, these are these are great looking figures. I you know it would be amazing to see these reissued today still. Yeah. Oh, hey yeah. Tom, do you think uh, what do you think of these this on this Unreleased wave, and do you think this would have saved the line had these come out? I think this would have been the final nail. These these are just <laughs> I, I'm sure they're 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 accurate to the cartoon. Once again, didn't watch too many episodes, but ah man, it, it, it filled the market with Ewoks. Right. You know, you got Weechi and stuff like that, but man, this was quite a misstep. I don't know what Kenner was thinking, but this Bondo dude and uh, this really boring. You know what Bondo's into? <laughs> oh, <boy>. Right. <laughs> uh, Chief Chirpa looks neat, but man, all these other. <sighs> Who is Weechi? Is he from? Is he from the cartoon only, or was he actually in the yeah, Return of the Jedi? That's, that's Wicket's brother. His that's whose brother? That's Weechi Wicket or Warwick. Okay, was Weechi uh, in Return of the Jedi, or is this an animated series only <laughs> character? No, he's EU. I don't know. EU. He's EU. Uh, was Captain Rex in Return of the no, Jedi? You tell no, me. No, yes. no, <laughs> no, Star. no, 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 he was not. No, that was Sant Nick that you're thinking of. He was given a name a long time ago. Oh, old canon, old yeah. canon. The Golden Book that recently came out that said, I am a, what is it? I am a clone? Is that the name of the new one? Because, you know, they have the whole I am series. I'm a mm-hmm. Wookiee, I'm a Jedi, I'm a princess. So the I Golden the Book are canon? Is that what you're saying here? <laughs> I, what I'm saying is, in there, they talk about and they show Nick, Nick Saint, whatever his name was, um, Santa Claus uh, from the Rebels as being Captain Rex. And also, you know what also does? Um, the forces, um, oh, geez, what was the um, forces of the Destiny. doll line that came out? Right. I'm finally Destiny. done with Star Destiny. Wars. Thank you. I'm finally done. <laughs> Going forward, forces this show Destiny. will be about Jason of Star Command. All That's shows going forward are going to be about Jason of Star Command. Is, is the book Rebellious Robot Ben Cannon? No, What's I guess that? not. Yeah. The rebellious robot? I don't know. Yeah. No? That's a vintage. That's the vintage oh, yeah. uh, droids that's one. The, no, that's the vintage Star Wars pre-Empire Strikes Back story book. The rebellious yeah, robot. The planet of the Egypt's or something, something like that. No, 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 no. That was no. that came out. I think this storybook came out in like seventy-eight, seventy-nine. I don't know if I have that one. Is it a kid's book? Another one. Or is yeah. it a 45? <clears throat> no, it's a kid's book. I think okay. they should, you know, the, the everything is canon approach that they've tried to do the last five years. I think they need to just say, no, nah, that was, that we were wrong. That was not correct. Well, that doesn't, it, 
honestly, that doesn't work. Um, I mean, <laughs> Lucasfilm, God bless them, but even them, they have proved themselves wrong because if you watch the season opener of Bad Batch, right, exactly. it, references, it references events that have happened to Kanan in, um, mm-hmm. obviously, Disney canon era. In the, comic era, in the yeah. comics, which they said was canon, but they straight on contradict what happened to a yeah. degree um, with the Bad Batch. So I think what they're saying is, you know, I, I and I think it's like what Dark Horse and, and Star Wars relationship had before. It's like Lucasfilm, Lucas did what he wanted and he let other people, as the term has been used many years is playing his sandbox right this is his universe he's making these movies and these tv shows and this is what he wants to do if you want to write comics and books and novels about that stuff that's great but you're going to be a lesser than level right and if he wants to contradict something you wrote in your comic book that's fine because it's his playground i think they should just say nothing is real nothing is canon just pick and choose what you like and that's your thing well even I mean, the movies dude, don't. Look, I mean, even the movies contradict each other. Well, let's not get yeah. started on the movies. Okay. Right. Um, but no, I think in this era of multi multiverses, because we all know that superheroes are the franchise that rules supreme right now. Marvel and DC stuff are just you know super super popular. Yeah, but th- I feel like that's kind of ended. Having multiple versions yeah. of the same thing, and so. They just need to understand. I mean, people people have the bandwidth to understand in 2021 that there's the movies, but then there's the animated TV shows, and then there's the comics, and then there's the novels, and they don't all have to be a hundred percent lock and step. Yeah, it's just trying to force that issue is kind of what George said. It kind of like it, it kind of uh, you know limits what Lucasfilm can do if they have to go. Oh, you know what? Well, that character was killed off in the comics, but we want to use it, so I guess we can't. You know, it 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 does restrict new media going forward, and I think that's the yep. wrong approach to take. And Bondo should be canon. Ryan, what do <laughs> you think Bond- about the unreleased Ewok? Ewoks figures? <laughs> but is Bondo a, a, an Ewok? Doesn't look like it. Enough. Ryan, uh, what do you think? <laughs> of the un- I don't think Bondo is an Ewok. Um, uh, I know Morag is not, uh, just another, like, denizen, if you will, of Endor. But um, I just got that just from watching the first episode. <laughs> but um, I think these are awesome figures. Uh, this is – get rid of those Dulocs, but put these in there. Uh, they look better than Dulocs. They're, it's more variety. The, the problem with Dulocs, they could have had, like, maybe two in there, but because they gave us four and they're so similar looking – it's just it's too much of the same thing and give us this stuff where we get all these different variants. I mean, I've wanted since I found out about these years and years ago, uh, I've wanted them. I, I thought they were super cool. And, you know, we keep hearing a rumor here or there that somebody's going to put these out, blah, blah, blah. Some sort of official release would be cool on this stuff. But um, I think these are great figures. And it's like both this and the droids figures. It's like they saved their better figures for the later waves. Which, I mean, yeah, that happens in a lot of toy lines, but, uh, you know, here, of course, because they didn't uh, continue on, it's unfortunate, because these would have been awesome to have found out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm going to Matt. Matt, what do you think about these unreleased figures? 
I got nothing. No, go on to Jake. No. <laughs> uh, Bondo is a uh, Jinda, so he's not an Ewok. I can't believe you don't know that. <laughs> uh, oh, no, you don't get to talk, fake Windu. <laughs> you didn't know they were MASH <laughs> action power. figures? No, I didn't know they were MASH action figures. Man. <laughs> I think you painted yourself into a corner there. Yeah, well, okay, whatever. Um, I agree with Ryan. These look good. I w- you know, I would rather have any of these over a Duloc. Um, again, and, and it's, it is. It's sort of like droids. It's like you look at the unreleased droids figures, and there's like, wow, those are, you know, some of those are pretty cool. I wish we got them. Um, still also then interesting, I mean, like if, if you watch the show from my extensive, you know, 35 minutes of watching Ewoks. It's like Tebow and Princess Nisa and Latara and Wicket are like the four main characters. And three of them are not even in the next wave. They were not going to be there. There's no Tebow. There's that's, no, uh, there's no, that's Latara. a good point. That, that is a very no good sense. point. That makes no Why sense. Why is there no, I mean, Princess Nisa, I I have never watched the show and I know her and, 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 and they, did good branding with her because we know yeah. her and why why on earth did they not do a figure of her that's that's yeah, good you point you look at the generic canadian card and she's on it but whatever um but yeah these look good you know there is they're as good as any of the other figures and you know if they had made them i still would not have known about them it would not have saved the line uh, clearly the line was dead already. And, um, you know, so it's, you know, several hundred dollars worth of figures. I don't have to hunt down, you know, as a, you know, middle-aged man, but they do. Cool. Did you recently acquire all of the Ewoks? Yes. Earlier this week, I acquired the, I acquired the entire <laughs> Earlier line. this week. <laughs> so you dropped a mint this week because you do carded versions, right? Yes. Oh, my goodness gracious. I don't even want to know, right? Wait, what? <laughs> I just, before I even knew we were doing the Ewoks show this week, I had the opportunity to get the, the, whole, the whole line, and I took advantage of it. you got to be kidding me. Wow. Yeah. yeah. How were the conditions of the cards? Very nice. Jeez! Nice. All right. Well, congratulations. Thank yeah, you. they had been um, well cared that's, for and in, in storage dedication. for many years. Huh? Wow. Yeah. Cool. So uh, whatever. Yeah. So I got them. But you know, like I said, I'm. I did not. Yeah. You know, I, I do not consider myself an expert on them. Just you're I'm, absolved of your uh, no knowledge of math <laughs> figures at okay. this point. Okay. There you go. <laughs> so whatever. Yeah. These are cool. You know, would have been cool if they made them, but I'm not staying up at night because they didn't. All right. And then, Jake, what do you think? No, this is, uh, well, for, except for some of these that, uh, you know, I don't even know if they're Ewoks or not, right? Um, in regards to the unproduced uh, Bondo and Chither. Um, I know who Morag is because she's popular. I, I, I collect, or I'm attempting very slow glacial speed collecting the star comics ewok star comics series from uh marvel's uh mm-hmm. you know sub subline um of publishing 
And uh, Morag, I know, is a witch, like, from the series. Um, but the Chirpa, I think Chirpa is actually, the design is a great balance between what we saw in the movies and what we see in the cartoons. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a natural progression. Whereas Logre is just, like, just a brand new design, which doesn't make any sense. Um, so... And Weechi, of course, being a brother to uh, Wicked, is, of course, a valuable character. And Poplu, of course, is a character we are already familiar with. So this line is much stronger than the Duloc wave that uh, we started with. So the line kind of should have started with, uh, honestly, it should have started with um, take out the unproduced line, take out Bondo, and Chithar, which are those uh, that species that Matt just said, they are Jindas. Sure, that's called Ch- Chithar. <laughs> right. so when you say those words quick, it sounds like something else. He looks like he's taken one at least. Um, and so, replace those with Wicket and Logray, and that should have been your first wave. It should have been uh, two, four. Uh, five Ewoks and more Grey as the villain, and then the next wave should have been your Duloc uh, wave with maybe uh, a few other Ewoks. Tebow, flushed. Tebow's in. my favorite yeah, Ewok. Tebow, and and Kinesa, which you know, I mean, we do have to say, you know, we are doing a vintage uh, episode right now, but we do need to say that Kinesa was eventually made by Hasbro in the three and three quarter line, so. We do have that figure um, in a realistic version, which, you know, we can pay tribute to. So one of the few figures that has been made. Um, they have made Wicket as well with his um, animated hood, right? Uh, yeah, but it was a green one. It was yeah. The, well, exactly. his hood changes from season to season. So right. yeah. it's one of the seasons I forget right now, but... So, yeah, we, yeah. we do have a couple of figures from this animated series done in realistic ways, which means they could potentially show up on a vintage collection card if uh, the vintage collection survives uh, 2021. Ooh, you really think so? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think these will ah, Well, that's they could. They could because they're done in a realistic way, and that's the only thing oh. that the vintage. Oh, I see. You're saying like the Princess Kinesa from the from that and the from that Wicked, pack. Yes, yes, I could see that. Yes, the yeah. multi pack that came out during what movie heroes? I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. All right. It was it's, the same you know, time as that they... last speeder bike. So what, like 2014, 15? Yeah. Were Jake, they... I promise. Jake, I promise you, if they if they release the the. Sh- <laughs> in, in three and three quarter inch, is that how you say his name? I, I will buy one. I will. <laughs> that that would she tore yep. she... accurate. Just edit that out, just I'm back. All right, look who's back. Oh boy. You know I wouldn't love I love you if mother. they uh. Uh-huh. If a company did pick up this unreleased <laughs> wave, like let's say Super Seven did it, it would be cool. Or even, I guess, even if if Hasbro did it, that I could see. Yeah, but I would still feel bad because I'm missing the first two waves, which I could never afford. <laughs> so it's like, yay, I have, well, I mean, yay, I have the unreleased ones, but boo, I could never. A loose Ewok for. Yeah. 
All right. For 800 bucks? That's That's crazy. crazy. No, yeah. So here's the thing. Uh, I'm on my second bourbon, so we're going to go down this route here. Yeah. No, the fact is that Super 7, or that Hasbro, who cut their teeth on three and three-quarter scale because, I mean, uh, that was one of their most popular things during the 80s with G.I. Joe, right? Hasbro and G.I. Joe, three and three-quarter, that's their scale. The fact that they are producing based on what we've learned this week um, that they're not producing but they're lending the three and three quarter scale five POA GI Joe action figures to Super 7 and of course we know Super 7 sells their um, reaction figure lines for $18 now I feel like the writing is on the wall in regards to us eventually buying Star Wars three and three quarter yeah. figures from Super it's 7 only a ma- at $18 I agree. for $5. It's only a matter of time, and, and they're going to be wow. more expensive. They're not going to be $18 like G.I. Joe or Jim or the or the monster, the Universal Monsters. Because of the Yeah, they're going to be, t- they're gonna be 20 or $22. But, but I mean, I, think I, like- I, I understand where you guys are coming from there, but at the same time, uh, you know, Hasbro is producing their own retro line of Star Wars figures as well as Marvel figures right now, and they're both selling very well. I don't see Hasbro saying, you know what, these lines are selling really well. Eh, let's just give them somebody else to make money on it. Well, aren't they making a G.I. Joe vintage line? And, uh, they call it that. It's not vintage at all, but they do call it I know, that. But it's, yeah, but thing. they're re really, Yeah, kind of. But this is the, like what they're doing with the Super 7 G.I. Joe line is they're taking. And they're making figures that that never existed in that style at all. Like there was never five POA GI Joe figures, you know. Um, For a good reason. And, well, not that time. But you <laughs> yeah. know. Um, for things, granted, there was never anything Marvel like that, but now, Mar, you know, Hasbro, Hasbro's doing the Marvel stuff, and that retro line has been extremely popular. Um, and I, I don't see them giving that up to Super Seven. I think they're going to continue on that. Tom, did you buy any of these Star Wars retro figures? Was that your thing at all? Yeah, yeah, I I got a a, a few of the Empire Strikes Back like one. I never could find the Star Wars one. Yeah, yeah I like them. They're the fine. Star Wars ones were hard to find. They were Star Wars very hard to find. Yeah, yeah. I actually I, saw I, a peg of the Mandalorian ones at Target. It shocked me that I thought see, they were. See, I'd like to get some of those too. Huh? But uh, I'm just not. I'm not gonna go online and buy them. If I found some, if I had like found a collection at like say Target or something. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, I saw Absolutely. a bunch of them at Walmart just just today. But they were um, the cards were yeah. Really? But they were really like somebody uh, mangled the cards. I don't... See, I would have taken them. I would have just opened them. Yeah. I should have grabbed them for uh, you. Rats. I guess I'm, I have to check. Them um. Out. Huh. All right, J. Um. Oh. Jake. I think you are right. I think this that Super Seven eventually will get these. Um, good points, Ryan. But I, I kind of agree with Jake. I think we'll see. Um, Super Seven make um, Hector Ramirez, and I will never complain again about anything, ever. <laughs> Everybody still there? Yeah. Tom's wondering who Hector I, Ramirez. Yeah, is. I'm googling Hector Ramirez. <laughs> <laughs> I only know or, because I just previously, so I, and I remember, but yeah. So I'm, I'm just, looking at these I'm magic figures. Why is about figures of, oh. mm-hmm. why, is, why didn't they make a radar figure for this mash line? Good question. Man, that's a, another good question. What the heck is going on? <laughs> Who are in these creative meetings at all? 
Makes no sense. Matt, I have never seen those no, Mego mash figures the, that you just sent the fo- that you sent the photo of. You have I've not never seen, seen those before. Well, now you got something to look for. <laughs> Next episode, let's do a mash episode. Oh, I'm boy. waiting for Star Wars figures to be adapted from the storybook The Maverick Moon from 1978. Yes, it's uh, gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I am still waiting for a Hojib, though. I mean, Ryan mentioned it before. I want one of those cute little guys in Kenner style. <laughs> were there any Yasm? Were the Yasm in any of these um, Ewok? Uh, you know, well, about they they did a CGI one for the special edition, and they did make a figure of that. Yeah. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, wow. He was a singer for Java. Yeah, they repurposed oh, they repurposed it for oh, a yeah, singer. He was the big I singer. I had that. I had that freaking. How cool oh, would yeah. it be though to get in an Endor era based on Yasm? Puppet. Yeah, that would be yeah. a really cool figure. But you know what? It's not I mean, Luke Connor Leia, so they're not doing it. Sorry. Well, yeah, rant. That's true. Rant on, <laughs> the Vintage Collection is very limited on what you can produce in the Vintage Collection because it needs to be super articulated, the mold needs to be less than 10 years old, and it needs to say Vintage Collection on the label, and it needs to not be a tertiary character. So think of all the millions of figures we're not going to get because mm-hmm. the Vintage Collection is the only line of three and three quarter out there outside of the yeah. retro. So right. they haven't released the Return of the Jedi retro collection. No, no. no. When is that going to happen? Soon or what? Well, oh, we okay. have an anniversary coming. Yeah, up. I don't think they're going. You think they're going to wait In two for years. two years? Maybe. I, I I always heard, and I think we heard that there's going to be multiple lines of the Mandalorian. I'm fine with this being the Mandalorian line. I like those figures. It's I a mean, strong, I, strong offering of figures, I think. They I'm could do like Bad together. Bat for Clone Wars in there, too, or any one of the number oh, of shows. Yeah. That'd don't, be cool. Don't talk to me about how sad every time Lego puts out some, you know, Lego leaks happen this week, and it's, what is it? It's Season 7 Clone Wars. It's Bad Batch. It's Season 2 Mandalorian. It's all these things that we used to get in the counter line that we are the Hasbro line, but we don't anymore. It's just really know, Lego put out a, a lot of figures that Hasbro never did. Even back when Hasbro was putting out a hundred and some figures a year. Yeah. Well now they're not putting out anything close to that. So it's really hard to take. Okay. Let's move on. Um, that was pretty much the end of the official Ewoks line, but, but Kenner did get some other Ewoks products out. Um, they did a Kenner preschool line, and this is why I really wish Amy would have been on, because yeah, she, she, she has all this stuff, I think. So, anyways, Kenner preschool, they had the Ewok family hut, which I believe is a repurposed, uh, tree tots. Yes. Yeah. 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 And this other stuff, I don't know if it's been repurposed or not, but the Ewok woodland wagon the ewok fire cart and then and those are just like kind of little figurines right we call these figurines yeah they're about as close to little people as yeah. you can come yeah yeah they have no they're actually kind of i mean because i mean, they're actually kind of cute you know like 
You can almost compare him to the Star Talk yeah. idea, but he's. I I I think these are cool, kind of cool. I don't have any, but I think they look pretty cool. And then they did I, did some other kind of interesting things. They did the Ewok talking telephone, which looks pretty scary. If you've ever seen one, it's Google that. I've seen it, no. That looks like that would <laughs> give me a nightmare if it was in my bedroom. Um, the Ewok teaching clock, which I don't think I've ever seen that. I think I've seen the that. Ewok music box radio. That could be fun. The Ewok toothbrush, which is uh, an electric toothbrush. Um, not not repurposing the standard Star Wars electric toothbrush that they used for Empire or Star Wars Empire and Jedi. It's a whole new mold, but it's got the same uh, brushes. And I actually have I have one of these in the box because I do I do I used to collect the Star Wars toothbrushes until they stopped making good ones and then <laughs> and then uh also i didn't and i didn't put this on the list guys so this is a new one the ewok oh. sit and spin ride on toy oh yes i need yeah. that it's so weird <laughs> spin and barf whatever yeah. yeah that jake how many of those did you have in your life <laughs> I didn't have an Ewok one, but I did have multiples of just the generic. I knew spin. it. I knew it. And then I it did. also looks like there's also a give a show projector for the Ewoks cartoon series. Hmm. Um, did you say the Ewok music box yes, radio? Yes, I did. Yes, it did. Okay. Yeah, sorry. But check out that Ewok talking oh, telephone and ask, tell me, is that like the thing of a nightmare? <laughs> that actually looks really cool. I like the talking that. telephone. That's a, that's a really great paint job on that thing too. Yeah. Something about that. There was detail. There was a lot of uh, banks that came out during this time too, just like generic. Uh, because the toy show that I was at last month, uh, they had multiple different variations of Ewok banks from this uh, era as well. You know, just coin banks. Um, yeah, this is this is all fun stuff. Um, I always dragged my feet on it because, you know, I was always searching for three and three quarter stuff. And I always was like, put this on the back burner. But now, of course, you know, the back burners and <laughs> during quarantine and all these things are the things that became, you know, really hot. So um, don't even price these on all eBay right. because. Tom, do what's your what's your what's your thoughts on the preschool items? Uh, well, the, from what I've, my real quick Google searches, I think that little telephone's pretty cool. Um, I think the other ones, the little figurines, the little non-articulated figurines are pretty good too. So yeah, you know, the, you got to consider the, uh, you got to consider the, uh, the audience for this stuff and, you know, quality is, is probably better than I would expect for smaller kids, but I think this stuff is, is pretty fun. Mm -hmm. It says ages yeah. two to five. Um, the, I've got the actually, I've got actually like the Kenner preschool, the like the little pamphlet that came with the toys, and it says yeah. ages two to five for all of them. Well, the thing is, I'm you know, the older you get, you revert to kind of the, the cognitive ability of a yeah. two-year-old. So that's, I think that's why I'm liking these. The sit and spin. Actually, I'll I'll do a update. The sit and spin. So it says ages one and a half to six. 
the electric four fifty one. Rick, the electric enough. toothbrush is for ages three and up, and the uh, Give a Show projector is three and up as well. So you wouldn't want you wouldn't want the two year olds doing the Give a Show or the electric toothbrush. So basically, there, there's no path <laughs> uh, at the at the at the end there. So you got to start yeah. point two, and then whatever. <laughs> So I could, I could probably, I'm, I'm looking for a sit and spin right now. That would be gold, Tom, if you got one of those and took some yeah. pictures on it. Can you, I would probably do it in my underpants or less, or no. lesser value. God. And then I'll send them right to, send them right to Muffin. Thanks. Ryan, yeah, just for Ryan, you, what do you think of the preschool stuff? <clears throat> you know, I remember seeing the preschool stuff for the first time, maybe 10, 15 years ago. I'm thinking, oh, whatever, I'm not going to buy those. And, like, probably five years ago, I was like, I should have bought that stuff. You know, back when you could buy this stuff for so cheap, just boxed. It was it is not, it wasn't hard to find. Now, all of a sudden, it's, like, super expensive and all that. The The preschool stuff, it's pretty cool. Like, that that family hut is, is pretty nice. Um, they're cute little figures. They're a little bit different. Um, but I do like them. I, I've grown to like them over the years. The other stuff, you know, you get like the telephone and the sit and spin. I, that's like, you know, I never considered getting that and I still wouldn't. I, I, that's not something like I feel like I need to branch out and, and buy everything from the time. And I know there's people like that and more power to them. Uh, it's, it, what if there but, was a Darth I mean, Vader cool. sit like, and seen... spin? Would you buy that? Well, probably. Right. But um, <laughs> <laughs> that, there's there's areas. But like, like the telephone i've seen in person and it's it's really nice it's a good sculpt on it nice paint work and everything it's a, it's a really cool piece um but uh you know it, it's nothing i feel that i need to to go out and even try and search for um i know sometimes on these shows like when we did the play-doh show i started searching things up and thinking i was going to buy stuff i actually never did but um this stuff is like i can look at it, i'm like no i don't need that i, I i'm good and, and it feels kind of nice to actually see something like that and feel that way Matt, are you uh, going to be collecting this preschool stuff? Oh Lord, no! Um, this <laughs> is going to like it's new. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, one, I know I find it fascinating. I mean, I don't know. Maybe somebody mentioned this, and I was zoned out. It's all like labeled as Wicket the Ewok, not the Ewoks. Yes, good point. You know, yeah, we did pack. not mention that. Um, but um, yeah, I mean the the play sets with the little preschool weeble figures are kind of interesting, but certainly not anything I'd go after. Everything else is like repurposed things that they had when I was in kindergarten, like the Flintstones phone and the the thing that you spun and the arrow pointed at an animal, and then it made. I mean, it was it's all that sort a of a speaking spell. Not a speaking spell. No, high tech, man. No, no, no. What was it? Uh, what was it? Where you pulled the arrow? Spin and speak. I don't know. Whatever. Ah, but... Jeepers creepers. See and but, say. I mean, what? See and say. Thank you. See and say. Okay. But I mean, you know, like yeah, when I was in kindergarten, I loved myself a Flintstones phone. But um, you know, I don't know what Wicket would have to say. But um, yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting stuff that you see at the end of a line that's regressed down to preschool stuff and that's sort of where the how i think of the tv show in the first place is you know for 
you know, the kids that the Ewok telemovies were like too intense for. So, yeah, whatever. If very, if this is your thing, if you're point. the Ewok person, uh, and there are you know several of them out there, I'm sure this stuff is gold, but not for me. Jake, do you have any photos of, of, you, of any photos you could send yeah. to Tom of you playing with e- Kenner preschool Ewoks? No, I never had these because obviously I wasn't a preschooler at this time. Um, but I've always wanted these, um, especially I think I think the first time I can really remember seeing these in detail was at our um, in Sarlacc here, Lauren Box amazing collection he had um the ewok the whole play school uh, preschool line on display and i just remember you know mesmerized by it but you know there's always i mean since 95 which would have been the time i would have been going to lauren's house um there's always been new three and three quarter and so that's always been my priority and these have been an afterthought um but the thought of having a baga, I mean, that's the only way you can ever get a baga in any form, in any way. And that's kind of what I do, you know. Um, when I like Star Wars and when new Star Wars comes out, I, I want a representation of the characters or the vehicles or the creatures, right? And if Hasbro doesn't do it, which they've done so many over the years, uh, I'll then go to Funko. I'll then go to other lines, you know, to get a representation of that toy or that vehicle or whatever. And, uh, yeah, the Ewok woodland wagon or the family hut both come with the Baga, which is like the donkey like creature that the Ewoks use in the series. And, uh, you know, that's the only way to get that character or creature. So I've always wanted it. I've never gone down that route, but you know, this is inspiring me to kind of get on that train. So I don't know what I'm going to have to pay, but I know it's not going to be cheap. So we'll see. We'll see what I get. But I currently have none of these, absolutely yeah. zero. But I, I would want them all if I had an option. And I'm looking here at uh, Gus's website, um, uh, the Collector's Archive, and it seems like they have a uh, or they had. What is this? The the family Ewok family promotional item have you guys seen that the promotional item that has a bunch of ewoks like kind of standing in a display around a uh a a fire Mm, no so kind of a kind of a cool thing but yeah it's um you know it it it, it, it's a cool line i I wish i wish i had it but i don't i only have one thing out of this out of the list for the preschool i do have the the Wicked the Ewok Ewok toothbrush. Um, it is sealed. It's uh, mint in box. I've never used it, um, and I never will. But it, it's pretty neat. Um, and then also I want to mention about the preschool stuff is there's the little the little catalog that comes with the preschool stuff. It's the back of it. There's a it says Kenner Preschool Birthday Club, and it says at Kenner Preschool we want every birthday to be special. Just fill in your child's name, age, birthday, sex, and address, and we will send your child's birthday card from the character you select. And you can select from Strawberry Shortcake, Birthday Bear. Or Wicked the Ewok. And I would love to know if anyone ever got one of those birthday cards from from Wicked the Ewok and what that card looks like. Yes. That would be me. Okay. Still, still getting them. Um, 
And this offer expired uh, July 1st of 1985. So, dang it, I can't even mail this in. Okay. That'd be pretty, uh, that'd be pretty neat to still get that. Yeah, I'm sure, like, the the diehard Ewok collectors all know what that is. Probably all have one. I'm sure. Okay, last on the list for our Ewok, uh, celebration here, we've got the plush, the plush, uh, Ewoks made by Kenner. Um, these are, let's see, there are, they did Wicket, Princess Nisa, Paplu, Latara, and then they also did Walklings, Gwig, Milani, Wiley, Mookie, Leany, Nippet White, and Nippet Brown. I remember seeing these, <laughs> never had any. Um, I always see these at Celebration, too, for, you know, vendors always trying to sell these. They look cool. I saw something about a collector who had, like, hundreds of these. It was crazy. Um, cool, now, but not my thing. I, I'm, I am asking for clarifying question here. Um, they released a bunch of Ewoks in the Return of the Jedi line plush like this. Are these not just repurposed? Well, I think, repackaged? actually, you know what? I think, Jake, to be honest, I think this is Return of the Jedi. So we're kind of we're okay. kind of off we're kind of off on this one, but you know the didn't some of them some got released like I don't think Princess Nisa was in the Jedi line was she? Well, the archive has a Toy Fair catalog from '86 that has oh Nisa. they were released then, but they had said Return of the Jedi on them and not Ewoks is what you're saying. Well, what this has a banner in the in the in the Toy Fair catalog. These Ewok plush have an Ewok banner around their image, if you know what I'm saying. And I think there's also images on the archive, collector's archive, of them in Ewok Mm. packaging, green Ewok packaging. But I'm just not 100% sure if those were fully released. We really need Amy Schoberg on this episode. (laughs) Yeah. Look in the image. I see that, yeah. Because Jake, you know the 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 preschool um, Wicket the Ewok toothbrush I have in the okay. in in a, in the lower left corner, it does have the Return of the Jedi logo, like 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 all the movie toys did. Yeah, and so what Matt just shared was the production labels for these okay. for these Ewoks yeah. that that have the return of the Jedi on it, but then they say princess Kenia, uh, Nisa, the Ewok stuff. And it has the Ewok done in very much like the Ewok series mm-hmm. fonts. Yeah. So there right. is definitely a blending. And this goes back to our conversation of before the show began, when we were talking about, um, I was trying to think through a connection that the Ewok battle wagon from the power of the force line had, to the Ewok line, and we remembered collectively that while the box was Power of the Force, the instruction pamphlet that came with the Battle Wagon was the Ewoks brand logo and had no Power of the Force logo on it. So there was a blurring of this line, whether they were going... 
Power of the Force or Ewoks with anything related to this animated series. Look at the uh, what we were just talking about, all the uh, the preschool toys. I mean, those boxes all said, I mean, they had the Wicked the Ewok logo, but they also had, uh, they said Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, on one corner. So, I mean, was there any movie that was bigger? I mean, Phantom Menace probably takes the cake, but, you know, when you're talking about hype for merchandise, right? Return of the Jedi reigned supreme for many, many years, right? There was everything under the world was branded Return Mm -hmm. of the Jedi. And being the third movie in that series and the last movie at that point, um, people were all about, you know, supporting that uh, that brand, that Return of the Jedi, you know, it's a moneymaker. There's also, okay, well, let's just go back to the plush, the plush stuff. Uh, Tom, do you have any of these plush Ewoks? Do you, you like them? I got one at Lynn's. I have a Wicket. Mm-hmm. That's a good one to have. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. It's it's The great thing is that these forever, if you take care of them well enough, they they, they stay in forever mint nice. condition. Yeah, so it's kind of fun. I got them in my mm-hmm. closet. So you don't take yours to bed with you, Tom? Not anymore. Um, yeah, it's not a dog I'm toy married. or anything. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Ryan, do you have any of these plush Ewoks? I have a Princess Nisa. I got it maybe 10 years ago or so. Um... And I'd always wanted one of these. Like as a kid, I saw them and I, I really wanted one. I never got one. Um, as a kid, I really loved Ewoks. Still do, I guess. Did but, you get it um, at Lynn's, Ryan? No, I got it at a um, an antique store somewhere up north. Uh, oh. I want to say north of Seattle somewhere. But yeah. Um. And but I always wanted one and I never got it. And I had the chance to get one. I think actually I was out shopping with Amy and uh, she bought it for me at the time. And um, it's uh, it's it's a great thing to have. I, I always, like I said, wanted one, and now I have one, and I'm really happy to have that. It's I don't need a whole set of them, but just one of those is pretty cool. What about you, Matt? Any plush Ewoks hiding in your closet underneath the bed? No, and <laughs> they're not my. Th- I would I was like I would be totally dismissive, and then I realized, you know, like a couple months ago, I bought the plush Ewok. From Target, you know, the Wicket thing. <laughs> that thing. You know, the... Uh, so I do have a plush Ewok sitting here in my room, but not one, not a vintage one. Okay. Jake, how many of these do you have? Uh, yeah, I have three or four, but don't ask me what their names are, because I don't know. I have some Walklings. I have some full-size, but... I am, uh, you know, I, I'm the one that, you know, at some Sarlacc meetings, we've, I think Ryan's had some trivia that, uh, you know, try to identify the Ewoks, even in the three and three quarter vintage line. And I always get them messed up. So that's, um, that's nearly impossible. Right. <laughs> it, it is. It is a uh, you're set up to fail from the beginning. So I have some three or four, like I said, but uh, I don't know who I have. So. Yes, some, but obviously not quite as prominent as uh, as you would think. I have none. Probably never will. 
Although you know, if I saw if I saw a Princess Nisa one, I might I might be tempted to get that one, just because I kind of think that's uh, I think she's kind of iconic of the whole. Even though they never made an action figure of her, she's kind of I don't know. There's something cool about her. So yes, and also what else? One other oh one other thing they made a Wicked the Ewok Play-Doh set. So. And I'm sure there's many things that we didn't mention that they made. (laughs) A million. Yeah, records and coloring books and uh, notebooks and pencils and erasers and who knows what. Activity books. Yeah. Um, That's funny you say that because that was one of the other collections. Not not as prominent, but I found all my old Play-Doh sets. And, you know, remember when Play-Doh's sets used to come with, like, figure molds that you can make figures out of? And they had mats that were images, you know. And so I found my, like, 1982 Marvel set. And I found uh, my sister's uh, Strawberry Shortcake and and my uh, Creepy Head where you can make uh, Universal Monsters heads and stuff. Yeah, that was another fun uh, find I found at my parents. But unfortunately, I did not have the Ewok molds, but I did have the uh, the Star Wars molds and the Return of the Jedi Jabba molds. I have the uh, Star Wars Play-Doh set, the original set, and I bought yeah. it, and it had the original Play-Doh still nice. in it. And, uh, oh, my oh. God, 40-year-old Play-Doh does not – it, it looks, rock, right? it looks it? scary. It's – it looks um how'd it taste well it tasted all right <laughs> it tasted all right it just it just didn't look there it just go. looked that stuff lasts yeah. forever sweet and salty yeah. i heard if you like uh what if you soak put it in water it'll regenerate oh this play-doh's like, never uh, you know this play-doh from 1978 is never coming back like it's never coming back it's so disgusting <laughs> All right. So one question I did want to ask everyone, they really pushed Ewoks hard in 85 into 86. But did kids really like Ewoks? Like, I don't remember kids getting that excited about it. Uh, Well, we have to we have to understand that, you know, by 76, I mean, this is almost 10 years away from the beginning of Star Wars. Right. So if you were 10 years old, you're 20 years old when Ewoks comes out. So you're not you're, you're not and this show was gauged young. Yeah, but did right? did, did 5-year-olds so, like Ewoks or did they like Care Bears and I, Rainbow Bright a lot better? Well, they have yeah, they have no touch point. A 5-year-old in 86 was, you know, born in 81, so after Empire. So they're 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 two when Return of the Jedi. They're, they 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 don't they didn't grow up with this franchise necessarily, right? And so they're not going to have any you know reference point for you know oh that's Wicked I should know Wicked right? And the people that did grow up with Wicked are now aged beyond Wicked. So when you well, de-age this series, right? Instead of making I mean Ewoks would have been badass if. They would have been eating people and destroying and and like Rogue One destroying stormtroopers uh, armor and stuff like that. 
if they would have aged up Ewoks in 86, you would have been with the age of the kids who grew up with Star Wars, right? But they didn't do that. They de-aged it. And so it was kind of like no man's land. And since Star Wars died off after this, you're not going to have an audience for this. So, no, Star Wars, the Ewoks is only cool now just because it wasn't cool then. That's the thing. Every, I mean, we've talked about this a thousand times on this show. The end of the line is the most valuable figures because that's when people stopped caring. So it's the stuff that when people stop caring becomes the most valuable. And that's why these have value now. Not because the Ewoks is a good show. Not because season one is completely different than season two. No, it has nothing to do with the fact that people didn't give a crap then. So now that means they didn't have it. So now it's rare. And now I have to give it. Matt, a crap. what were you going to say? It was an effort by Kenner. I mean, we were aging out. The kids our age were aging out of toys, period. Um, you know, uh, when Ewoks was on TV, I was in high school. You know, I was in sixth grade when Jedi came out, and when Ewoks was on, I was in high school. And I wasn't buying any toys. And, you know, if they had tried to age up Ewoks, I wouldn't have even known. Um, so what do they do? They go down. They try to get new kids hooked. That's what this clearly was. Work. Even even as the line went on, it got younger and yeah, younger. But do you think it? I mean, you know, it was action figures at the start, and at the end, it's you know the Flintstones phone. Yeah. So, I mean, and it didn't. And then Lucas pulled the plug on him. Well, one, the show got canceled because nobody was watching it. So clearly, that wasn't a hit. And Lucas said, "Okay, it's done." You know, so there wasn't. You know, <laughs> they couldn't have carried forward with it if they wanted to, and. But I doubt you they think they really were going wanted. for like a Care Bears type thing, and it just didn't work. Yeah, look at because Care Bears I mean, worked. I think Care Bears worked and Smurfs. Smurfs. I mean, when I see Ewoks, I think of Smurfs. Yeah, but 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 um, Smurfs and Care Bears were super successful, and Ewoks yeah. was not. I mean, when did the Smurfs Saturday morning show? I think start? around like eighty. 80 I think around eighty-two or eighty-three. Was that eighty-two? Yeah, it was eighty-two. Because, yeah. okay. I mean, that's, I mean, one, it's like, like I said, it's European. So it's not maybe American. they should have gone like uh, Smurfs and Care Bears and had every Ewok be like, um, you know, I'm happy Ewok. I'm grumpy Ewok. I'm, I'm trickster Ewok. <laughs> Smurfs ran from 81 to 89. 81. Wow. 81. Wow. Yeah. 258 episodes, 419 stories. Wow. I I watched hours and hours. Are there any Smurf podcasts where people... I'm sure there are. <laughs> I I, that has actually been one of the quarantine uh, collections that I have started to go into. So during quarantine, obviously, is that collections... Jake, it was more collections. Right? No, it, that is <laughs> exactly right. But I... Um, but they're around. I mean, you can go to a lot of antique shops or toy shows or toy shops to find cheap Ewoks. And so I'm sorry, Smurfs wrong. And uh, that's what I've been doing. I've been grabbing Smurfs and VHS tapes. That has been my new quarantine fix because I can't find G.I. Joe classifieds or Star Wars or Transformers or whatever line I would like to buy. So I'm going to buy stuff that no one else cares about. Whatever you got to do. Until now. All right. 
Final word on Ewoks. Tom. Uh, the kids, they sure wanted the kids to love them. Didn't work, though. Kind of mm. sad. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Care Bears were, were pretty, pretty. T- Even uh, when did uh, Cabbage Patch Kids come out? That was 84. So, that was 84. Yeah. Well, they they were they were against those guys too. So, yeah, we hardly knew ye, Ewoks. Sorry about that. Ryan, your final word on the Ewoks. You know everything we just talked about there. I, you know, I was one who loved Ewoks, uh, and then you know all of a sudden it was like Star Wars was done. I was into GI Joe and all that, like so many others. Um. And and I want to say, you know, I feel like Hasbro or not Hasbro Kenner was pushing really into, as well as Lucasfilm in, in many ways, that they were trying to push into what kids were into at the times, and it just didn't work. Um, you know, we could talk about quality of the shows, or and that's I mean, ultimately the quality of this wasn't that much different from other programs at the time. I mean, yes, there's some things, some cartoons at the time that were really really good with stories, but most of it was fairly. Much like Ewoks, I mean, really. Um, in the end, when I look back at this, I look at droids and Ewoks and even the Ewok movies in many ways, and um, I notice that uh, I, I feel like it... Sorry, I just got interrupted there and lost my train of thought. Um, maybe George Lucas was right. Maybe that we just needed a break from Star Wars at the time, and... Um, you know, it doesn't seem like it's always the way you want to go to, but I mean, we look at like where we are now, and they're giving us a break on movies. And not not that it's a complete break from Star Wars, but you know, we'd gotten through these three movies, we'd gotten to the end of it, and maybe we just needed a break from it. And uh, instead of trying to continue on and bring in new uh, new generations, and um, I, I don't know, you know, it's like there was a lot of elements there that that could have worked that seemed like right along with the toys and stuff of the time, but uh yeah i think it was just more that the uh it was time for a break from star wars final word on the ewoks matt something that just occurred to me and it's i don't know if it's it seems profound to me but it's very late at night and you know i don't know lucas is always talking about you know the two trilogies that he did you know there was echoes and corollaries and you know echoes i think that's what he kept talking about um and the same thing happened here he did his trilogy and two years later he did a cartoon that was aimed at a younger audience than the trilogies were ewoks didn't work clone wars worked and you gotta wonder like if ewoks had been i don't know people were i guess we're just done with star wars because they latched on to clone wars you know, when, you know, the next time around when he tried to do it. But Ewoks and droids just sort of, I don't know. They when, I first, when I first uh, heard about Clone Wars, and I, I thought it would be a disaster, just like Ewoks and droids. I In my head, I thought this is going to be a disaster. Well, and that movie didn't yeah. help. But... Yeah, the movie didn't help. But, I mean, you know, you don't think of it now, but, I mean, it was aimed at kids. Yeah. And yeah. you know, my kid latched onto it. He was he was a little young for it, but you know, it ran long enough and you know remained available to him that you know he you know was all, he was great with it. And he wasn't even born when Revenge of the Sith came out. So 
you know, Lucas will, I guess, you know, he's stuck with the with the idea and it worked the second time around and, you know, whatever. But, you know, as far as Ewoks itself goes, the toys are not as good as the movie toys that they followed and the cartoons certainly aren't anywhere near, you know, what the what the movies were. So it's an interesting uh, postscript to the uh, vintage line. Jake, your last words on the Ewoks. Lucas has always been a smart man, and he looks at what's happening, and usually he looks at what's happening down the road, right? He is a good um, foreseer of, like, you know, he he predicted television would be, you know, the end-all, be-all, and look where we are in 2021. We're dependent on television, and look at the shows that are coming out on Disney Plus and what have you. They look as good as a motion picture, right? So let's take you back to 1985. You know what animated series were on television in 1985? The Care Bears, the Gummy Bears, the um, Wuzzles, Yogi Bears, Treasure Hunt, I mean, and then, of course, the Berenstein Bears, and now you have the Ewoks. Cute, cuddly bears were the hit concept of 1985, right? And so he just latched on to that and went with it, right? Or the people surrounding him encouraged him to do that. But the problem was 1985 also gave birth to G.I. Joe, and Jace and the Wild Warriors, and Mask, and Robotech, and Sectars, and Thundercats, and tons of lines that were a bit more mature than those bear lines that had come out at that time. So it does make sense why Lucasfilm went with the Ewoks line in 85, but it also makes sense why they it didn't latch with tons of people, because you had all these other more awesome, more, more mature properties uh, available. That's my final All right. Thought. And with that, everything went silent for many years. <laughs> Till Bentham's and Micro Machines hit. Yeah. Right? <laughs> the Thrawn trilogy. Yeah. And, yeah. It went out with a whimper, and then we started back up <laughs> with a whimper. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's a story for another day. I want to thank everyone for being on the show. Tom, good to have you back from IGrewUpStarWars.com. How's the website doing? Good, good. i got to go back to it. I've got a few things to add here and there, uh, but uh, it's going good. But uh, thanks for thanks for having me back on, fellas. It was, a, it was fun. <laughs> Just like old times. Mr. Byzy, Mr. Byz on YouTube, Ryan. Yeah, it's good to good to talk with you guys. Go back a little vintage here. Uh, I know I've been a little quiet on the YouTube site lately. Uh, number one, I got a new laptop and I don't have access to a lot of the things I was using before. I'm still working on getting that. Number two, we're at the end of the school year and I have to do virtual concerts, which involves a lot of editing and music editing as well as uh, video editing. And so most of my time is being spent with that. But uh, I've got a bunch of video reviews kind of ready to go in the can. I just have to finish up some stuff with those, and I'll be getting those out here soon. 
good to have you back, Tom. Good to talk with you. A uh, little nice banter in there is always good. Uh, glad you could join us tonight. Thanks, Martin. From this week in Star Wars, Matt Fox. I'm not ready to do Bendems. I know less about Bendems. Than um, I've about been the dreading Ewoks. the Ewoks episode for like two years, <laughs> at least. I thought. So now it's done. Like Bendems, we like survived. Well, that was. We did Bendems on yeah. Collecting Cosmos. We did so are we going to do Bendems yeah. again, or, oh, okay. or are we going to oh, skip that's it? Right. Was there, a micro, was there a micro collection show? Yes, we did a micro collection show. Yes. We did that. Wow. Matt, you were on that one. I think you were the only person that had those. <laughs> well, yeah, I've got them. Oh, uh, yeah, that's I right. Jake I remember the show. Hey, anybody want to sell me a, millenni- a micro collection Millennium Falcon for a reasonable price? You know, I found most of one at the SummerCon thing or whatever a couple years ago for a really good price. And it's missing a couple pieces, but it looks good on display. Jake from from FortLomdesuckers.com. Well, uh, what more can I say? <laughs> Tune into the Sandcrawler, like right? That's Sandcrawler. Yeah. You guys just had an episode out like yesterday, Goodbye, right? everybody. I actually haven't listened to that yes, one yet. I will. There is a new, uh, we actually finally got around, I, I've i been putting it off, but uh, we got around to reviewing the uh, Tantive mm-hmm. Corridor. I had only opened one, but I finally opened two because Mac uh, harassed me. And Ryan, you have like 25 open, so you, we should have had one. And then, uh, what was the other, Jake, I'm sorry, what was the other show that you're doing? Well, I, I, I'm not... Officially, but I do guest on the Okay, yes. yes. I did end up watching that last one that you were on. All right. I think that's going to do it for tonight. I actually didn't think we'd have two hours worth of material to talk about with the Ewoks. But looky. Yeah, Tom Tom showed up. Um, I want to thank everyone for listening. Um, We're on Spotify now. Hey, oh. That means mm-hmm. forever. We're still on. We're, uh, hey, I have. I'm sad to report that I think Zoom is done. <laughs> I, I, can, I think I can no longer say that we're on Zoom. Um, so rest in peace, Zoom. We may still be on Stitcher Smart Radio. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore, but we were on that. Um. Didn't you? We started. Yeah, that there. was like one of the first things we got on. Stitcher, yeah. Um, and then we're on, you know, Google, iTunes, or Apple. Apple was it Apple Music? I don't know what it is anymore. We're on everything, I think. iHeart. I don't think we're on iHeart Radio though, so we're not on that. But if you're listening to this, you already know what we're on. So I don't even know what the point of this message is. What's the point of me even telling you? Because you you're either listening to it or not. You either figured it out or you didn't. Yeah, you found us. So I went to Stitcher.com yeah. and I put on the search yeah. engine "Galaxy yeah. of Toys," and the very first entry is "Sex Toys and hey, Sexual Happiness." <laughs> I think I missed that episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, so we're still on. Okay, for "Galaxy of Toys," this is Jason saying good night, but not goodbye. Just one more round, friend, then homeward bound, friend.
Don't forget me in your dreams Just one more song, friend And then so long, friend The nights get shorter, it seems Just one more rhyme, friend Yes, it's a crime, friend But you know time, friend Time can fly So it's good night, friend Good night, but not goodbye